0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Take a look back at today's matches with Atlanta Soccer Tonight.
1: On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
0: Welcome back to Atlanta Soccer tonight. Catching up with two coaches from the Atlanta United Academy. And look, thankfully, it ended in a draw today between Germany and Spain because I might have only ended up with one coach if that had happened. I don't think it's going to be too ugly in here. But Jose Silva and Kevin Kratz representing Spain and Germany, who had maybe the best game of the tournament so far, at least from a tactical, from a quality of play perspective. Guys, thanks for the time today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank let's, you. let's start with the team that is leading the group. Let's start with Spain. Let's start with Jose. Um, you guys took the lead today but couldn't hold on. How did you rate the Spanish performance today?
1: Uh, I think uh, till the goal, uh, we were having a really good performance uh, because Spain was being, we were trying to put his identity on the game. Uh, trying to control the ball with long possession. After the goal, we went into in a moment where the game was chaotic, a lot of transition. And over there, of course, uh, Germany is is the best. And, uh, and the goal came, and after the goal, we couldn't come back again, and we were suffering until the last minute.
0: Kevin, Germany had the kind of classic comeback that we expect with the German national team. How did you rate the uh, the performance overall today?
2: Um, like Jose said at the beginning I think we were struggling well, when you say about transition I feel like in the first half we had too many transition moments where we had the ball that we just played back to the keeper all the way and then we let the other team get organized and then try to build through there but all the other teams are so good organized not just Spain everybody else in this World Cup too so it's very difficult um, then when it came a little bit more transition then we had our one-two moments where uh, we can get lucky and score a second one but we can also get scored on again so that's what those high level games they're fun to watch
0: It's something that was fascinating with these two teams to me as a neutral in this. I'll start with you Kevin. It feels like Germany has incorporated much more of maybe what we associate with Spain with possession, with controlling play with the ball than maybe we've seen in the past. How do you think this the the German game has evolved under Hansi Flick?
2: I think we're trying to, you know, like be the possession game, be be the team that basically dictates the tempo. Um, we have now, when you look at Musiala today, I think he was fantastic. Yes. Um, we are getting to the point where we have players again who can make an impact, right? We saw Müller is running around still. We saw like, but Musiala and Sané when he came in, um, we have players up front that can make in a one-against-one situation that can make an impact. So if we can keep that possession, just I would love to see that possession a little bit higher up on the field. Everything goes back to Mano and we know he's so good with his feet, but then it's like those little details. If you look at the first half, Rudiger into our left back, there's so many passes that just go in behind the player instead of in front and you get out of pressure. Um, so, but I think we're, we're going. I think it was a good one. Good, really good uh, good game today. I think now it's really like you have to win the last game of the group stage.
0: And Jose, I think the reverse is, is also true. I think there there's elements of what we associate with the German game that are really prevalent in the Spanish team. The transitions are key, the pressing, those sorts of elements. How would you kind of rate Spain under Luis Enrique and in incorporating more than just the traditional Spanish model?
1: Uh, I think it's the best coach and Spain, Spain can have because he understands the type of players that, that Spain produced uh, Luis Aragonés did it before, uh, and they realized that we are really technical, we are really... A smart understanding the space. We are not really physical. We are not really fast. Uh, so we need to base on the game. Uh, Sometimes it could be boring because we, we use the ball to defend from the other. Sometimes it looks like a possession that doesn't make any sense. But the reason because we are doing it is to try to calm down the game, calm down the other team, and try to find that moment where the other team is completely unbalanced to, to find... Uh, to make them paint. So, in conclusion, I think Luis Enrique is the best for that because he understands that. And if you see the roster, it's really down your roster uh, because he wants players that buy into that idea. They they don't want. He doesn't want a player to get out the idea to play all together based on a possession attack style.
0: Beyond just the styles of play that I feel like are starting to maybe blend together more than we're accustomed to, I feel like the makeup of the teams is pretty similar too in some ways. And and Jose, I'll start with you. The youth of, of the Spanish team is so amazing to watch, especially in the midfield with Gavi and Pedri, but they're backed up by Sergio Busquets, who it feels like just doesn't age and he's still able to be such a dominant force and maybe such a calming force for those young guys, right?
1: Uh, yes, uh, uh, Busquets before the World Cup. No, it was Busquets. Yeah, I think it was or Pedri say something about Busquets and in the uh, bad moment, they look at him. And Germany did today something really good and they completely block Busquets in the game. He didn't touch the ball. He was Gundogan all the time making a man marking on him. And that did really, really difficult for Spain because in the moment that he touched a ball, it wasn't like quality moment. Because he's get used to be on the ball all the time. And Gundogan was all the time over there. So it was difficult for us to to be ourselves in some moments.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. They found some other solutions and tried to get him free at times away from it. But Kevin, you mentioned the, the young players starting to come through for Germany as well. But you still have some of those veterans like Thomas Müller who are there with that big personality to kind of ground things. How do you like the blend of experience and youth in the German side right now?
2: I'm very happy with it, to be honest. Like, you know, we had the Schweinsteiger generation with all those guys that were fantastic. And now, like, really seeing a few young ones that impact the team. It's not just young ones that are out there, it's young ones that impact the team. Um, Musiala up front, like today, I think he was fantastic. Just the, his, his ability to protect the ball under pressure, but also turn and beat players. Uh, but then you have guys in the back, like Rüdiger and Süle, who are just standing professionals. They've been around the block c- quite a bit. And they can communicate. They can play. Um, I think in the first half, Spain. If you look at like, I think we were a little bit too passive from our centre back stepping in, especially when you say like Busquets, Busquets being man marked. There's a little bit more space in between the lines. We were like we gave a little bit too much space up there. But you also have to be careful about those runs in behind then. Um, so maybe that, that was the case. We didn't want to concede in the first place. Um, so overall, with the rust, I think I'm happy. We just need to continue to grow those younger ones right, like continue to develop, continue to grow there, and hopefully they can impact the last game of the group stage too.
0: We see this a lot in World Cups, and, and Kevin, I'll start with you, because I think Germany is a team that we always expect to make a run. We always expect things to, to build as the tournament goes on. Are you comfortable with not so much the points of where Germany is in the table, but the performances with where Germany is going into a last game that you're going to be favored to
2: win, you win, you're in? Um, I was happy with the first half against Japan. That was a, like a decent start, but then we didn't finish our chances that we had. We had to hit the post, a little bit unlucky too. But then I think uh, protecting your own goal is so important in this World Cup. If you see how many times like crosses come in and how people just fly in to protect your own goal. This is like something that's very important in the last game. And then of course you can bring out your qualities. I think if you look in general... All the teams that are, you know, it's not like you look at the World Cup group stage and you say, "Okay, these are the eight teams that we see in the last few rounds. It's not like this anymore. All the little ones, we call them little ones. They are like, they really have stepped up their game. They've invested money. They invested in in structure, in culture. So it's like you see it's getting closer and closer every game. And, Jose,
0: Spain in the
2: driver's seat in the group, but nothing
0: is sealed as of yet. How do you feel about the progression of the Spanish team as some people are starting to put them in that favorite category? Do you?
1: Well, it's a World Cup. You never know. You need to have luck (laughs) to finish winning it. Uh, I think the most important, and like Luis Enrique said, our objective is play seven games. you play seven games, it means that you're right to semifinal. So I think that has to be the the, the objective. Because now we're it, we, we, we are going to play against Japan. Then they play a 4-4-2. And then sometimes they are low block and they are really organized. They are really good when they step in the press. They're cool. And may probably into Spain. So you never know. In a World Cup, you never know what will happen.
0: Yeah, Japan, I think today having to carry the play against Costa Rica, took them out of their comfort zone. They'll be right back to it against Spain. I want to ask each of you, because there's all kinds of conversation about both of these teams every tournament, and and especially so far in 2022. Jose, what's something that you feel like makes Spain a a top
1: team that doesn't get talked about enough? Well, um, I think everyone – it's really easy to know why Spain is so good. Uh, But I will say like the the way that we choose the roster and Luis Enrique choose the roster – uh, is really smart because he was brave enough to bring a lot of young players. There are a lot of U21. Then we go back to the reason because Spain is really famous for all this identity. And they buy exactly into that identity.
0: Yeah, I think that identity is, is so strong. And it's something that you know we talk about with the U.S. Maybe it's just starting to develop here. We're not there yet. Spain's had that. Germany's had that. Kevin, what is it about this German team that you feel like is either a positive or a negative that isn't getting covered enough?
2: I think just to reinforce like our team culture that we have. Right? In Germany, everything is about the team. If you look at Phil Krug, the guy that scored the goal, coming from a second Bundesliga team, where you can be not the most talented group in a second Bundesliga team, but you can win because of just the team environment that you create where everybody just fights for each other and you see that in the Bundesliga too yes where the level is higher the individual level is higher but still there are teams that run around the Europa League spots because of your team culture that you have where everybody's just there for each other and you fight for each other you work for each other and this is something that is like deep down i believe in the german roots and i i think now even the young ones that come in that have to buy into this idea and now Jose says that Spain he wants he wants players that that identify themselves with the culture, not just be out there because you're talented. And I think this is something that Jeremy does a good job of. We just need to get to the point where those individuals that we have are impactful too, buy into the culture and have an impact. It's something that has
0: been fascinating as as I've gotten to know both of you guys and and Matt Lowry with the Academy and other Academy coaches, Kevin, what you just said about that blend of of identity and, and the team culture that's something that, that I'm sure both of you are really trying to imprint on your teams, that Atlanta United way of playing, but also that internal culture of, of fighting through the hard times and everything that goes into winning.
2: Yeah, we're playing a, a team sport, right? And it's, it's one of our reviews. We, we spend a lot of time this season on our review template and how we review players. And there is a, it's not just the skill only. It's also the cultural piece, the identity piece, the mentality piece. This is it plays a big role in in a developing and buying into ideas but also in like who you are as a per, as a player and human right if you can buy into a group and buy into a culture and then bring your qualities to it then i believe you have a longer career um, than just those outstanding players who have it show up for one two three seasons
0: and jose seeing your upsl team this year with with so much success on the field it's very interesting to me to see that team with so many different personalities and different levels of experience and maybe different next steps in their careers as well come together and, and have such a good year. How, how difficult is that to blend so many different kinds of personalities together
1: and make it work on the field? Well, uh, it's, it's, it's not difficult because that generation is really talented and the work that the academy did during this year uh, bringing that players together is is amazing, and uh, so it's true that they have really different personality, but that make the team like the culture like more rich because it's not the same. Um, I would say not the same. Or not all the players have the same idea or the same thing to say. Maybe they have something to add to the group. Then you, ne- you, you never think or the group never think. I say, well, that was a good one, and we have to include it here. So it's it's easy because during the year the Academy did a really good job with that group.
0: It's excellent to hear. And it's it's fun to see all these Academy guys starting to come through, you know, both of your teams into the twos and into the first team more and more with Atlanta United. I I love seeing the homegrowns develop and thank you for all the work that you guys do to make that happen. I want to ask you before we go, I'm not gonna put you on the spot for a prediction of who's gonna win this thing, but I do want you to tell me what team do you think has been the most impressive so far in the World Cup? And Jose, I'll start with you. Uh,
1: I have to choose one? I can say two. You can say two. I'll, I'll give you two. Uh, I, well, France right now is the one that needs for the talent that the players have. It's, it's amazing. Even they have players in the bench that they could start for Spain. And I really like it how Brazil play against Serbia. We will see tomorrow because uh, you can have a really good one game. And maybe the second one, you go down. So let's see. I think it's tomorrow how they do. What about you, Kevin? Who stood out to you? I'm there with Jose. France, especially like the guys up top, even just
2: throughout the whole roster and the guys that are missing. Imagine you put you chuck, you know, Kante, Kante and all of them on there. They're missing so many good players too. But the, the roster depth is just, uh, it's just unbelievable. And then, um, yeah, similar to Jose, Brazil, you know, the individual quality. But I feel like they're now... This is a year where they have a good balance too. It's mm-hmm. not just the, the fancy ones up top. It's also the guys in the back. So that's going to be interesting to see going forward. And what a goal, by the way, huh? What a goal. Oh, by the way, Jose, he's on my manager, manager team. So he's <laughs> on back for <with> Tottenham.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of the things about this tournament, it's funny that you mentioned both France and Brazil. And I feel like there isn't a, a team that we're looking at right now that I just can't see losing like Brazil. Now you have a little bit of the question with Neymar and how long he's going to be out and what does that do to impact it? And same with Danilo at right back. And in France, you know, they've looked, they've been dominant. That front four is amazing, but at times defensively, things have gotten away from them a little bit. I don't feel like there's anybody running away from the group yet. Kevin, it's, it's been really an even tournament so far. I'm really intrigued to see where it goes from here.
2: It's so intense, isn't it? Like if you look at the first few games, how many times the trainers had to run on the field. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like it's so intense. Everybody's just fighting for every inch. You can hear the fans. Like it's um it is intense. The games are close. Like if you really if you don't score an early goal, and even if you score an early goal, you know, the teams are so well organized, well coached at times. Um, individual quality is very, very high. And that's what we ultimately want. Right. We yes, it would be fun to see that one team that just he, he scores goals after goals, but we want to see those games like today, I believe, where it's yeah. really high level, good quality. Everything is like in the air, up in the air, and you have to do the right things all the time. And then sometimes, like Jose said, you need to a little bit of luck too, right? The ball of the post goes in or, or stays out and um, makes it easier than afterwards.
0: Yeah, Jose, I feel like this is a, a tournament that maybe has been the most balanced world cup we've seen up to this stage now there's still a lot of soccer to be played but it feels like it's intense it feels like every game with the exception of your first
1: one could maybe go either way yeah yeah i agree it, it reminds me to 1998 and uh, friends World yeah. Cup, where yep. all the teams have maybe it wasn't so good but they have a really good player uh, even the teams that are smaller for we can call it like that they have Really good player like Ecuador. They have three mm-hmm. good players and they are really good. Uh, even now we have teams like Saudi Arabia and players that we don't know. And suddenly they are good because they play in their league and we did not know. So it's, it's been really even and really emotional. We saw today uh, Neuer and Sergio Busquets missing passes. And normally we don't see it. The intensity
0: is definitely one of the big hallmarks of this tournament. It's been a, an amazing one to watch. If your teams get into the knockout round, which I think both of you are, I might be calling you back for another conversation when we get to that point. But uh, I really appreciate the time today. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.